Dagon's Illusion, Episode 26, The Conversation, The Snoring. It was constant, a bellowing rasp of flapping nasal tissue barely broken by a moment's exhalation. How could a woman snore like that, and such a small woman? The rumble from her nostrils was almost louder than the hurricane outside. Ellison Carter couldn't sleep and she was exhausted. How had her father been able to live with that for all of these years? As she lay in the queen-sized bed, she stared over at the clock. 4.01 a.m. Her parents were in the other queen-sized bed. Every hotel and motel in Baton Rouge was packed. Thank God she had made reservations two weeks in advance, and the only reason she had gotten them then was because she and Dagon were part owners of Evangeline's Arbor, a delightful hotel nestled in a grove of magnolias. A block of ten rooms had been reserved for club employees and their families, and all but one had been filled, the one for Dagon and Eustace. She was worried about them. Full bladder. Roll out of bed and go to the bathroom. When she returned, her father's voice whispered from the darkness, can't sleep, huh? Nope, I can't either. Glad your mother can. She could sleep through Armageddon. That's because she's louder than Armageddon. How have you been able to stand it? Earplugs and 12 milligrams of melatonin, but I didn't bring either of them. It's not good for her to snore that way. She needs to see a doctor. Already seen one. Best otolaryngologist in New Orleans. He told her she needed surgery, but she won't do it. Why not? afraid of going under. That's ridiculous. Not to her. Things like that get harder when you get old. They were silent for a moment. When her father spoke again, the tone of his voice had changed. I need to talk to you about something, and we may not have another chance like this. What is it? That thing we saw out on the road. Dad, I can't talk about that. I'm still processing everything. No problem. But there are a couple of things you should know. The first is that your mother won't remember any of it. What? Why not? I don't know, but that's the way it'll be. When frightening things happen to her after a few hours, sometimes a few minutes, they're completely wiped from her memory. If I mention them, her face goes blank and she doesn't know what I'm talking about. I find that really disturbing. How long has she been this way? Longer than you've known her. Years ago it bothered me too, but now... I think it's for the best. Why? Her memory is excellent. She can recall details from the past that are amazing, so if she remembered terrifying things that way, she might not be able to stand it. What kind of terrifying things has she experienced? Ellie, there's a lot about your mother that you don't know. If she can't remember frightening things, that means she's so scared inside that she's blocking conscious memory. But the stuff is still down there, and it's got to be affecting her. That may be true, but at least she's coping now, and that's a lot better than in the past. Coping isn't enough. She needs help. You mean like a psychiatrist? Well, that's one option. Ah, the wisdom of adult children. Tell me, what would a shrink say about what happened to you out there in that storm? What would he think when you told him that you vanished from the van and then reappeared a moment later? Okay, point taken. But are you saying that she's had experiences that are that weird and awful? Look, whatever I tell you has got to stay between us, not another soul, agreed? 
All right. And if your mother stops snoring, the conversation ends. Fine. Back before you joined our family, she went to a psychiatrist for two years, trying to get help because of things that had happened to her when she was growing up. We spent a gazillion bucks and it did no good. Just endless months of blather. Finally, the guy admitted it wasn't working, so he sent her to another psychiatrist who did hypnotherapy. She was hypnotized? A number of times, but that didn't work either. If anything, it made her worse. The last session, the guy came out looking like he'd seen a ghost. I was in the waiting room, and I can tell you he was shaken. Your mother didn't remember a scrap of what had happened, but she was upset for weeks. After that, she wouldn't go to anybody. Maybe under hypnosis, she remembered things. If so, she's better off not remembering. It got bad, Ellie. I was young, and I didn't know what to do. So I just decided to love her, protect her, and try to make her happy. When the spells came, the goal was to get us both through in one piece. What happened in these spells? I'll get to that. But this isn't just about your mom. The things I'm going to tell you may be for your protection. What does that mean? You remember that your mother grew up deep in the bayous. Of course. Did you ever wonder why she never talked about it and never went back? Why you never met any of her relatives? She told me they were all dead and it wasn't good to visit where she grew up because of the mosquitoes. And even as an adult, you believed that? I guess I just didn't think about it. Those swamps are miserable. I figured she was very poor and maybe a little ashamed of her background. All true, but that isn't why she broke with her past. So what's the reason? I don't know the whole story. In fact, I don't know much of it. I never met any of her family, and from what she told me, I wouldn't want to meet them. Are they still alive? Some are. Her parents are dead, we know that. Does she have living brothers and sisters? Yes, and a slew of cousins. Dad, this is amazing. So you've been married 42 years and you've never met a single one of her relatives? I can't even tell you any of their names. Weren't you curious about them when you first met her? Sure, but I was more smitten than curious. She was so beautiful, and what she wouldn't tell me about her past just added to her mystery. We were part-time grad students at A&M. I had already started my business, but I needed some advanced work in electrical engineering to bid on several projects. She was doing a master's in anthropology. Three months after our first date, we eloped. How did she explain not wanting her family at the wedding? She said they'd been very abusive and she wanted a complete break. Hey, at first I was happy to have this gorgeous girl all to myself. No in-laws to muddy the water. But then some odd things started happening. Like what? Oh, things that proved to her that her family knew where she lived and didn't like her marriage one bit. Weird stuff like strange objects appearing under our front porch. Describe them. Better not to talk about them. Dad, this is pretty freaked. You don't know the half of it. We moved five times in the first two years, but no matter where we went after a few months, it would start all over again. Finally, I got fed up with hauling our junk all over creation and decided to take care of the problem once and for all. How did you do that? Oh, I talked to some people. Like the police? <laughs> Ellie... The police are the last ones you'd go to with this kind of situation. So who then? Oh, some business contacts. 
Guys who knew a lot about the Cajun and Creole communities. Anyway, I got some stuff done and everything was quiet for a few years. Life with her was wonderful, and I thought all of our troubles were in the past. Then one night she started talking in her sleep. At first I didn't think anything about it. Most of what she said was gibberish. I'd wake her up and it would stop. But it kept on. Night after night, and it got clearer and more intense. So before I woke her, I started listening. What I could understand was awful. Of course, I thought it was just bad dreams. But months passed, and it didn't stop. It got worse. Even with my slow brain, finally it was clear that she was fighting something with all her strength. Of course, she never remembered anything when she was awake. Then came one night. God! Something happened that proved we were dealing with a lot more than dreams. Ellie's mother turned over and stopped snoring. The conversation paused until the snoring began again. So this one night, we were lying in bed, and I mean that bed was small. If one was turned over, the other one had to turn over too. I woke up. It was 3.06 a.m. I know because I looked at the clock, but I didn't know why I was awake. Your mother wasn't talking in her sleep, and I didn't have to go to the john. Then, suddenly, this terrible creeping sensation came over me. Ellie, do you think I'm a rational man? Sometimes slavishly rational. Good. Keep that in mind, because what I'm going to tell you is absolutely insane. If anybody told me this, I'd think they were nuts. And it wasn't a dream, I swear I was stone cold awake. After looking at the clock, I turned my head. Standing at the foot of our bed, staring down at me, was something that looked almost like your mother. I say almost like because definitely it wasn't her. I could feel her lying beside me. But this thing, whatever it was, had her height and shape, her face and hair. The only difference was its eyes. Ellie can't begin to describe them. They were totally black, and out of them came hate so powerful it almost choked me. Instantly my body was paralyzed except for my head. I'm sure the damn thing didn't freeze my head because it wanted me to see what it was going to do. I tried to yell to your mother, but no sound came out. I looked at her. She was lying on her back. Her eyes were wide open, and she was staring at the thing in absolute terror. I was helpless. God. As I watched, this monster rose in the air, then swooped straight down and vanished into her mouth. It opened her mouth and went inside. One second later, I fell into a deep sleep.